0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. Hello everyone, you're back listening to Saturday Draft Live. It is... The Wrestlemania to SummerSlam season as it always is, but by looking at last year's table during this season, and this year's table for this season, we may start calling it the Jack Graham season, because there's only one outcome when it comes to this season, and Jack Graham is on top. Hi, I'm Jack Graham, I'm your host today. the day, I'm joined by Scott McLeod. Scott, how are you doing?
1: Hello Jack, yeah. As I mentioned in our group chat, this is just the this has become the Tory season, isn't it? You know, Jack's going to come on here every time he's onto the season, talking about things being strong and stable, and you know how he's leading us forward. And then we can all hope that come the end of the season that he doesn't have enough points for the majority. And <laughs> loses his lead. <laughs> political references from like what five
0: years ago it feels like. What was what, was, what was it I can say here? something like Saturday Draft Live is better together. And if we all <laughs> if we all band together and, and co- course Jack through this season, I think that's this bet is the best outcome for everybody. But I, di- I digress. I digress. We, we move on. We, you also, you're listening on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, when we get a Podcast. Just search for Supplied Free Tweet and Twitter, Facebook, Community Page. Got the website too. Got our YouTube page. We're all over the place. Check us out. We're going to get down into the nitty gritty. And Scott, we have a new SmackDown Women's Champion, Ronda Rousey. She is third place on fifteen points, I believe. Uh, she's in Gary's team, I think, yeah. and obviously to won the title at uh, WrestleMania Backlash, defending the title against Raquel Gonzalez last night, a good beat for Under Rousey and Gary.
1: Yeah, I was surprised though to look at the the tables and everything and see that she's not his best performing pick, and she's not even in the I don't believe the top ten of the season overall. But I think it has something to do with uh, her not being. Guy's captain, I think he's dead, but the captaincy on is uh, his first room pick, Austin V, who is performing well and has just cracked the top 10. But, you know, I think, honestly, I think going into the season, there may be some doubts how long is Ronda going to be around, but I think she's going to be around more full-time than some people would have expected. So I think Gary's probably wishing he did put the captaincy on, or, you know, with a, you know, two big title wins in the same week, which uh, with captain Sion, he would be moving up a bit because he's not looking so good in the overall table. Uh, also you got you got that second one over one of your female picks and uh, raquel Rodriguez Jack uh, those two female picks that you got from NXt are not really working out for you are they?
0: no it it's 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 been a a damp squid right now with my with my female picks unfortunately, but raquel could potentially be a slow burner, but obviously. If if the guy ends up showing up in AEW in the next couple of weeks, then I would I would take that. But who knows? Who who knows? But someone a a a a female pick, so to speak, in the tag team realm, it's doing well for Ryan. At captain. Sasha Banks now only sixteen points. They defended their women's tag titles on uh, last night against Natalia and uh, Shayna Baszler. Obviously, Ryan's captains are doing very well for him. They're third overall with thirty nine points, picking up. T- 16 this week. This seems to be a very good tag team get here.
1: Yeah, I remember talking on Central. I was a bit uh, confused as to why like, they weren't having their, their title match on like uh, WrestleMania Backlash and everything. And it's only their second defence in the season so far. They also got a, a title win over uh, Bree Ripley and Liv Morgan shortly before they imploded. But, you know, they might not always like wrestle in tag matches. Sometimes they just need to get appearance points if they appear together. But, you know, I said before that they, they, they care about the tag team tails when Sasha has them. And so far, you know, they're being booked strong as tag team champions. However, how many more of these successful defences they'll have, I don't know because, you know, if they, on the main roster, the women's tag division is fairly thin.
0: I think the, the 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 looking at a glass half full kind of thing for Ryan. There is that there's really no one you can see taking the belts off of them to the know because there's, there's, it's it's it is a mess the women's tag team division right now. So I think that they, if they appear and just kind of wrestle like makeshift tag teams, I guess that could only be a good thing for for Ryan. But we need need to wait and see what happens with that. But number one, number one for the week is Stevens, Captain Cody Rhodes obviously beaten. Seth Rollins at Wrestling a backlash and getting a DQ victory in a title match against Austin Theory on Raw has helped but Stephen no end here with twenty two points. It's catapulted Cody Rhodes up to second place overall on the table with forty eight points. I've again a good a good get for for, for Steven Wilson as the kind of the, 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 the top babyface on Raw, so to speak. Mm-hmm
1: yeah well, that's also Cody being the top babyface Steven's never been the top babyface in anything in his life <laughs>
0: but, but yeah the pay-per-view win
1: is he probably should have obviously beat uh, Seth and then I remember when they, the match was announced just out of the blue on, on social media for him v Austin City for the title a lot of us were kind of you know waiting to see what happens but you know if people aren't familiar even if it's by DQ which means you don't win the title a title match win is still a title match win to so the points are still the same, even if he didn't walk out with the title, so that really helped Steven with, uh, with Cody Rhodes. Unfortunately, it didn't do he got him much good with his captain losing a title match, which is probably why he's still fairly, uh, well, which is why he still is in the position he is, despite Ronda performing so well. Uh, but yeah, Cody still be titled as a favourite for the a Bank. He might have a, yet another win over Seth Rollins coming up on pay-per-view at Hell in a Cell, so... I think we all knew Cody was going to be a valuable commodity this season and, uh, once again, Stephen Wilson is reaping the benefits And Can I just say how much of a breath of fresh air it is to have a top three uh, on an episode of Saturday that doesn't involve Tony Schiavone? <laughs>
0: I guess the first time this season, maybe, that that's happened. Yeah, because I think he, he only had, he appeared on Dynamite also in your commentary text and he only had two interviews instead of like three or oh, whatever be interviewed on rampage as well. But also the, the WWE pay per view did help out a lot there that uh, he wouldn't be in the top three but he is, he is still sitting pretty at the top of the table on fifty two points, which is uh, helping me greatly so much. But what a first round pick! You know, it's it's fan, it's fantastic. But I, I, I'll need i need to stop talking myself. I've got a table to kind of go through here, and unfortunately for uh, David Talkney, after coming off winning the tag team season last year with Gary, he is sitting bottom of the table, the West End Country Club on sixty six points, and our listeners' league winner from last season as well, Adam Kelly with how much wood can NXT champion Braun Breaker break? If NXT champion Braun Breaker could break wood, He's sixteen on sixty eight points. A wee bit up from that uh, in seventh position, Ross McLeod. What a man, what a man, what a man, what a mighty good McMahon, mighty good Mahan on 71 points. Sixth position of uh, Gary, King Mabel's Court, 78 points. We've got the fresh picks of Bel Air, Scott, your team, fifth position on 80 points. How How are you feeling right now, uh, sitting middle of the table when we're a, a wee bit into this season? Uh,
1: I'm doing okay. I think we're still, uh, there are all these rumours about. Roman taking some time away. I'm going to play that by year, see what happens with him and him will be my tag team and my captains. Sooner rather than later, Bianca's probably going to become my captain. She's performing the strongest for me. And I'll, when it comes to the transfer, I'll make some de- I'll have to make some decisions regarding uh, some people like Balor and him and Reigns. But other than that, some of my lower card like, picks, like Cook. is actually performs strong and it team to get a guaranteed pay-per-view when alongside Dan at and double or nothing on the buy-in. And Tony Storm, so far, to beat Chris Anthony Lopez's pick of Jamie Hayter, while that hasn't moved me closer to him, it's still good to know that she's still in contention for that tournament. So I'm doing fair. And I'm just happy to be above David Hockney after he was a... I think think he went a bit too harsh on me (laughs) Uh, the first week of the season. After only just one week of the season, he was just jumping on and saying, oh, he was a fool to do this and that. And they're like, yeah, well, I'm still looking down on you, Dave. So how's that working out for you? (laughs)
0: We move on. We move on to the People's Union of Ryan he's having. He's having a, can we call it a debut season? It's his debut season of being part of the podcast, but it's not his debut season of being in this draft. But he's in fourth position on 89 points. He's only just behind the Bells Hill nightmares of Stephen Wilson, who's in third and 92. We've got Chris Anthony Lowe plays in second position, that he's done most this season is the home boy in the Heartbreakers, 85 points, and then we've got a 15 and a half point gap Two first first position. Myself, Ban International Fairing leads in 110 and a half points. So that's that's our table. It's now time to go look at the other table, the listeners' league table. How are they getting on? Who's who's looking like they're going to be coming up soon to the to the to the, the main league? with us boys up here. Scott, take it away. Tell us what's happening.
1: Well, now it's time to look at the table. No one wants to be the head of. <laughs> to to the list league table, looking at the top five, we've got Lee McIntyre, who I think has been further up the, the table in the last few weeks. So He's taking a bit of a drop here on oh, 123 points, living on a chair by Lana Austin. Uh, Martin Best, uh, a bit more progress. Well, you're progressing at the table. At least you're doing something right. Uh, and a 125.5 points tied with Alan Laurie and Peace and Chris. Uh, JP, hello, is your daughter there? And I can't read the rest of this because it's cut off on my screen. Where is it? How uh, oh, uh, was your slow- daughter there?
0: Daughter. Requiem,
1: Requiem. don't know what that means. But <laughs> if I did have a daughter, JP, I definitely wouldn't tell you where she was. And then <laughs> Dan Axel <laughs> Jameson. Oh, JP's under there now, she so uh, your So he's a bit of a gap between him and Alan Laurie and then just a few points ahead of him. Dan Axel and only went to the lead with old age outlaw. So a bit of a shift in the listeners' league. Uh, top five mattering to someone somewhere presumably uh, we're just missing out on the uh, the top five uh, people like Ross Gray with name Mysterio, Robert Shaw with Robert fucking Shaw and the Dr- Bastards and Anthony Fitzpatrick with welcome to Welcome back to the big leagues bitches I know Anthony and he's an olden fan so it's the first time in a long time he's been able to say welcome back to the big leagues <laughs>
0: very good excellent excellent uh i, I think this is gonna be a relatively short episode i think for us but i will i will have i'll bring up a topic of conversation that uh, we'll look at uh, before we before we sign off scott i want to look at the top five newcomers for that season I and mean, we can just speak quickly just about this because some, some of the some some of the people may may come as not as a surprise as to who's doing well and some maybe maybe well particularly too, that are in there but we'll, we'll go on uh, fifth for the kind of top five newcomers we're looking at their points we've got 14 points over this season it's the Blackpool Combat Club it's Brian Danielson and John Moxley and Adam's team I think when we kind of started this season Scott it was safe to say we knew this would be a tag team going and if not it'd be great single picks to have mm-hmm.
1: Yeah it varies from week to week because sometimes they'll perform in a singles match and now they're kind of a trio with so even when they're teaming with him, still uh, tag points for for Adam. They were definitely, if I was further down the table, like in selection as I was, then they were definitely a, a team I had my eye on. So definitely performing strong so far. They're kind of getting into a thing with the Jericho Appreciation Society. Hopefully they'll be coming in on top of that with some major points. And, you know, depending on, you know, what happens with the rest of the season, I think Blackpool Combat Club, Club going forward should be a team to look out for. You know, especially given that any two of the three that are now in the group could go after the tag team titles.
0: Absolutely. Something to be, it could be someone to look out for in the transfer window as well when that comes, which, which could be a an interesting time. But we do have our TNT champion, Scorpio Sky, successful defence yesterday eh, on Rampage against Kaz Kazarian. Going at, eh, stabbing his former tag team partner in the back, and as part of David Hockney's team. Eh, the, the, the hot potato and, of the TNT title seems to be over Scott and uh, maybe this will be a good thing for Damien. it will be a bad thing that he does have uh, the mid-card champion of the AEW and his team
1: Yeah I think Scorpio and like Cameron Green's recent successful title events have been a big help to today to get those those big match points in because like, within the first week of the season uh, Scorpio lost the belt back to Sammy and then a few weeks later got to win it back and now he's got this thing with Kaz but then they've I think on you know, social media with Kaz challenging uh, Scorpio to every match, they're going to be in Southern California soon. They're going to be in SoCal. The both two former members of SCU, so you know they could be built teasing that they could be taking the belt back from Scorpio's guy, and the hot potato one could continue. That's the thing with this TNT title. You either get a long reign or your guy loses it unfortunately quickly. You can never quite predict what happens when you when you pick the TNT champion.
0: Aye, for sure, and then uh, I think we'll, 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 maybe, maybe not so surprising this one, but are de- definitely someone we've never seen in the in the draft before. Veer Mahan for Ross's team on seventeen points. Squash after squash victory for him. This seems to be a great pick so far.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, squash matches are easy points. It's rare that it happens, but with someone like Veer being so new, and all the teas about him, you knew you were going to like push him right out the gate. And Ross is taking advantage of that. So I'm sure for some people, the squash matches are getting old on TV. But for Ross, I'm sure he's just
0: hoping they keep on coming. Now, the, uh, uh, the person who has a top two picks, first the day, the newcomers, Ryan Dewey, must be uh, very happy at this outcome. One that was maybe laughed laughed out of a pick, maybe a panic pick, I don't know, but it seems to be working out for him. Mad Cat Moss, mm-hmm. 20 points. Second in the newcomers, that's mad. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think there's a reason that this guy was a newcomer because I don't think before anyone was mad enough to, to pick him. But I think you got to look at the context. Obviously, you got to look at the pay per views that just followed the end of the previous season and how that's going to lead to the direction of people going forward in the season that you're picking for when you're putting together a team. And I think the fallout from WrestleMania and then obviously we, we the tease to break up which then followed on SmackDown. Also, we were chosen before SmackDown, so I think Ryan could see that a split was coming, as many of us probably did, and that McIntyre would maybe benefit from it. And you know, McIntyre got the win on, got the win of Mismania backlash, and you know he got taken out, but it seems all kayfabe when he got taken out by Corbin. So I mean, with best a week or two, but he could be back. I mean, I don't think he'll be pushed as a megastar this season on SmackDown, but he is for one of the less one of the later rounds, he's performing as strong as it could be for, for Ryan at this stage. And looking also the fact that he's got the top two in the newcomers, I think it's to do with the fact, like you said, it's not technically his first season, like it's his first time as like a full time member of like the draft. But he's he's learned from like the Listeners League when he, when he came up from the Listeners League and, you know, we got thrown into the fire as many of them do. And then he had to be part of a, a tag team in the past as well. So he's, has he taken those lessons and is clearly learning from them?
0: Aye, was, he's, he's got the best round four pick out of everyone by a by a considerable distance. Like the only one eh, closest to him is Adam Cole on fifteen points, but Mad, Mad Cat Moss twenty points. Fair play, fair play. I pick. I would never. I would never pick Mad Cat Moss, but yeah, certainly proving me wrong. with Mark four found pick has only got eleven and a half points. Ryan, so well done. Well, done. Your your tag team, Banks and I only did speak at them for a bit, 39 points. They are the, the top newcomer of the season. They're second overall. It's, we, we kind of spoke about it a bit, a bit there, but what what exactly does happen, Scott, if they do lose the titles at some point, they're not going to get it back. This kind of tag team has been formed up that it's purely for the sake of the match. They're, they're just going to go do their own thing. They'll probably have a mini feud after or something and which may work out all right, front, you just, you never really know. Uh,
1: I'm not sure what what could happen, I I could actually see these two guys sticking out for a while, like, maybe, I think they'll have a long reign as the champions, and, you know, there's a chance that one of them could go after Ronda Rousey, because, if you think about it, Naomi and Sasha, after Charlotte, who seems to be taking some time away, they're they're really the two top contenders in the women's division on SmackDown for Ronda Rousey, and she needs, obviously, challengers. And even if they appear to get out of money in the bank, that's still points for, for Ryan. But there are times where like, people just get long range with these women's titles because they don't know what else to do with them. And uh, so, you know, uh, I, I think like, for the rest of the season, this will be good. But I don't think this is a team that, if there's still that chance next season, that you should really take the risk on because there's a chance they'll probably lose them then. Uh, this seems to be the season for the women's titles because you remember 20, uh 2020 with Sasha and Bailey being tied champs and winning all the belts. They were pretty taking over and now year comes another successful tie team with Sasha Banks involved. You know, helping Ryan keep the top uh, newcomers of the season.
0: Aye, for sure. And then we're only, when we look at it so we're only three weeks away for Hell in a Cell which means the week after that There'll be no point scored because that is a transfer. That is a transfer window, so I'm sure we'll, we'll be looking at some point about maybe who's going to be going from certain folks' teams, who's going to be coming in. But we'll leave that so, for another day.
1: I think we've also got uh, double or nothing. Double or nothing uh, trail, yeah. in like two weeks or so. Uh, I think we're in the 22nd of May that is. So yeah, like I think the the teams are fairly split for the most part with AEW and WWE picks, but. So there's two big opportunities for points, and this is where you clearly this is where people get a clear idea of like this person's working for me, this person isn't working for me. And you see, I think there's some obvious examples of people who'll getting transferred. But <laughs> I'm interested to see if David Hockney chooses to transfer Charlotte Flair, if she'll be back by the transfer window, because obviously they, they wrote her out with an injury after the, the match with Rhonda and the fact that she's taken some time off so but she's not back by then. I'm wondering if the David Ockney will choose to transfer her out.
0: I think the, the 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 good thing about that is for him is that he is stone dead last, and if he stays stone <laughs> dead last, you may as well take a risk and see what happens. Yeah, you know, like it's. I, I I think if he if he's still last by the point of transfer window, you may as well, and then you may as well try and let somebody pick him up, pick her up. Sorry.
1: Yeah. I think Dave being in last picked with his heart more rather than his head with some of these picks like picking and Redragon and they they didn't win the tag titles they haven't won a lot of tag matches together so far they're only on six points charlotte so has been written out uh, like I said Cameron and Sky are performing well for you Keeley's only on five points and Adam Cole like you're still safe for him I think he's definitely a slow burn pick but there's a lot of heart over head decisions on this
0: team Absolutely absolutely but he, he's, he's a two-time champion. I guess he, maybe he feels he's a, he has the right to do that. Maybe, you know what, maybe I would too, but for, for for now, that is Saturday Draft Live over. A very, very quick 20-minute episode for everyone today so you can digest that. It's usually like, go we walk. We'll be a forever. <laughs> stick this on. you Come back, have a cup of tea, you know. Love your life. It's a yeah. Saturday. Do what you want. <laughs> Listen to the boys talk about the draft, but I've been Jack Graham. Scott, thank you very much for joining us today. It's always good to chat to you, Jack. And that is us. We will see you next week for another episode of Saturday Draft Live.